0: Seven Studio. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon, Paragon 7, 7, Seven Studio. 7. 7.
1: The next mayor of Atlanta. Now, we're trying to get in Atlanta. Atlanta is, is in my opinion, has to be the next affiliate for the Lance J Radio Network, followed by Houston, and then either Philly or Charlotte. So, to do some of the things that I want to do with the Healthcast, and to provide the best consulting service for for our clients and healthcare advertising campaigns. These are some of the the largest African American markets in the country, and it's and it's going to be pivotal for us to get into these markets. Now, this is not going to be a segment of, about about health. Well, I guess technically it could it could be a segment about mental health, but it's going to be a segment about Magic City, and a segment about Pit Ups and Deja Vu and Gold Club and Cherokee and Destiny and Cinnamon and Alize. And Tangeray and and people that have names of that ilk during the election. The reason I'm bringing it up, Ti, who who's basically a magnet for controversy and and basically a a disinformation and misinformation machine. So Ti is always talking crazy about something. If you if you follow him on Twitter or instagram he's always has some type of toolbox opinions and i i think the stuff that ti talks about is just as far out as the newsmax oan crowd it's just a different it's just a different side but it's the same it's the same type of foolishness and bravado and people look up to ti ti is a legend is a superstar both in the booth and as an individual that that has done reality tv but I'm not gonna talk about his stuff about his personal life and I I don't really get into that. That's not that's not my thing. I'm just you can look all of that up. I'm just I'm just not a fan of Tia. I think I think these guys that are that are trap artists, in my opinion, that tell us to buy drugs, they talk about cooking up drugs, they talk about the baking soda, the Pyrex, copping the Eighth, all of that stuff. And then when they made their money trapping out selling death to the community. Then they want to become black activists. Then they want to tell us how to, how to galvanize community. I'm like, yo, you literally on your albums, you literally told me how to cook crack cocaine. And You're talking about shooting up the block, killing everybody and all of that stuff. So I just, I just don't buy TI's brand, but I respect the the artist and he has a, a major platform. He, cultivated or or curated allegedly a rumor that felicia moore was going to close down all of the strip clubs in atlanta and this got picked up by media takeout so i'm going from media takeout this is before the election early in the week woman running for atlanta mayor promises to close all strip clubs in capital letters It says this week, the citizens of Atlanta, which is which is past tense, get to vote for their new mayor. And media takeout news has learned that one of the candidates, a woman named Felicia Moore, is allegedly trying to shut down all of the strip clubs in the city. Many in the city of Atlanta are unaware of Felicia's radical policies towards cities, the city's nightlife and strip clubs. According to Felicia in the below clip, she plans on changing zoning for the clubs so that they need to use special permission to operate a club in the city. They post something that supposedly she said like eight years ago, which media takes stuff all the, out of context all the time. Then according to social media posts, she will deny all such special use permits as mayor, essentially causing all nightclubs and strip clubs in the city of Atlanta to close. Now, politics is, is very, very difficult. T.I. was supporting the, the winner Of the election, so if you go to Ti's page on the gram, he's supporting Andre Dickens. So Andre Dickens is his guy, and in any mayoral election, if you remember on the wire when mayor when when Carcetti was going up against Clarence Royce, and there was so much mudslinging going back and forth, and Carcetti was in Baltimore. He's trying to be the, the, the first white mayor in many years. And, and Clarence Royce had him on, on the paper, photoshopped him in with some slumlord and, and all of that stuff. And, and it was a real crazy campaign. Carcetti was, was sleeping with all of his campaign female campaign managers. And they were up getting drunk late at night and playing poker and stuff like that. And all of the politics, the wire did such a great job of showing you the politics that happened behind the scenes like the people on the docks you can't get drugs into the united states like you can't get you can't get 10 kilos of cocaine into the united states unless it comes through some port you can't it's, it's, it's like it's like frank lucas you can only move so you can only put so much cocaine in a balloon and have someone swallow it to 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 cross the mexican border like to get the, the to get the big guns to get the Frank Lucas type of 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 heroin and cocaine and stuff coming in. You gotta have a port. You gotta have docks to get that stuff in. But in the wire, you had all of this slumlord stuff going on. You had all of these politics stuff. So this TI thing is very similar. You're gonna you're gonna have somebody float something out there and in Atlanta. The strip club life is is a major part of the society there. Now, I was going to do a top five dead or alive about strip clubs. And as I get older, the angel on my right shoulder, that angel starts speaking to me a little bit more, and that angel was like, nah, you probably don't want to do that. I was going to talk about my times in Magic City, and oh, I've had some times in Magic City before I was saved and spoken for. I've seen things at Magic City that I didn't even know were humanly possible. And I've seen things at Magic City happen for not a whole lot of money. Now, when I was at Spearmint Rhino in Vegas, you're going to put down some coin. If you want to get in the champagne room, see, I'm getting myself in trouble anyway. If you want to get in the champagne room, if you want to get a double up a triple up. If you want to go Wilt Chamberlain with it, you are to you gonna come off of of a stack or more for for ten minutes. The best ten minutes of your life. Magic City, man. I I I only spent like hundred and fifty bucks, man. I couldn't believe I couldn't believe what I experienced for hundred fifty bucks at Magic City. Now I know that that was many many years ago. And the thing about Magic City is that Magic City has stadium seating, so you're you're basically getting it in with Cinnamon and Alize and Cherokee and Destiny and any of these other names of, of, of people of that ilk that work in that profession and are very successful. I'm sure working their way through, through grad school, taking care of their kids, doing what they have to do to survive. But you're getting it in there at Magic City and pinups and those Atlanta spots. You're getting it in. And there's a, there's a crowd, it's like stadium, it's like an amphitheater. And they're so, so they're, they're the people, the voyeurs that come there to watch. And then there are people that are actually a part of the show. And Atlanta's basically, the nightlife in Atlanta is, is, is basically one strip club after another. Atlanta's basically the vaguest of the East. And there are a lot of beautiful women in Atlanta. There are a lot of cosmetologists in Atlanta. And there's a lot of style in Atlanta. And, and, and the last thing I'll say before I get myself in further trouble, the women in Atlanta are completely nude, but naked. It's not like some of the other places in the country where, where the people got the pasties on and all of that stuff. I mean, you're talking about basically a, a porno scene, but but it's public. And I, I'm going to digress before before I lose my sponsors or, or get or end up sleeping on the couch. But that's very important to the economy in Atlanta. Um, Atlanta's economy—I'm kind of with Ti on that one. Atlanta's economy, in many ways, is 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 based on on the nightlife and, and the strip clubs. It's just very funny that Atlanta has kind of become the haven. Now there there are a lot of great strip clubs in Tampa. The great strip clubs in Houston. I got in a lot of trouble in Houston. This is all stuff, this is all stuff before. Like I said, this is before I was saved. And this was before I was spoken for. This is when I was young and dumb, made bad decisions. I never did anything that 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 I was in in the club and and I was worried that. The person dancing on me was a policeman. And I was about to go to jail, but I have seen some things happen at strip clubs, particularly in Atlanta, that, that were really astounding and and really mind blowing. And I had a chance. and I'll tell you one strip club story because I'm all I'm already deep. I'm already in too deep. I'm I'm going to be in all sorts of trouble. When I lived in Korea, my friends in Korea tried to take me to a strip club, and in Korea, Seoul, South Korea. They don't really have strip clubs and scents. It's more like the massage parlor. It's more like the the, the Robert Kraft. And in Korea, they use a barbershop pole. So remember the, the pole that you see at a barbershop? That's the swirling red and blue. In South Korea, when you see that pole, that means that you could come in and get a and get a deep tissue massage. by someone that's not wearing any clothes and you could get a happy ending if you want a happy ending. And I remember my roommate and friend in 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 South Korea, he wanted to take me to the locals. So when you when you do the type of exchange program that I did, I spent half a year in Korea almost. And it was a part of my my grad school program. It was I was doing an internship with PPG. And I stayed at the University of of Seoul which is right in the heart of Seoul, Korea. And I, I learned the cuisine. I had a chance to, to really spend some time there, get to know people, take Korean. Went to the DMZ. Had a great experience. One of the best experiences of my life. You have a host family. So that host family, the culture over there, they want to show you everything. They want to take you everywhere. Their culture is about showing visitors love and respect and appreciation. Of course, me being a dumb American, I'm like, man, get get the hell off of me. Give me, give me a map. And a translator, and I'm gonna get on the subway. I'm gonna go do what I want, cause I'm a grown bleeping man. That's what Americans do. But they wanted my my guy that I stay with, that was also a student at the University of 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 of, of Seoul. He wanted to take me to one of these tuggers, one of these one of these spots where where I could get a happy ending and get a deep tissue massage and all of that stuff. And I was like, nah, fam. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, you're not taking me to that, man. I'm the, only, I'm the only six foot 230 at the time pound black man walking around here. The last thing I need to do is have to call Sharon Lewis or James Lewis or Ethel Bradford and say, hey, mom, you know, dad, grandma. I'm in a jail in Seoul for some type of international assault or some mistake that that, that, that I, I was at a strip club or a massage parlor. I made some bad decisions. I'm in a jail internationally. I need you to. I need you to plop down twenty two hundred bucks and bang out that seventeen hour flight from Columbus, Ohio, or Tampa, all the way to Seoul, South Korea, and come get me out of jail. I wasn't going to do that. Lance us show.
2: I ain't snitching on nobody from Harlem, man. I give you a couple cash down in DC doing they thing out of town doing they thing, but um, I'm not snitching on nobody in Harlem because. When I come home, I'm still gonna be the king.
0: You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.
2: We began searching for ways to not only feed, not only bridge the access to food, but how can we fight disease? Quite naturally, that required. It was a must that we figure out how to get fresh produce, crisp greens, leafy greens, and fruits and herbs and vegetables directly to the front door of those families that needed it the most. And so we finally come out with a solution and we call that Full Cart Fresh. We have teamed up with some of the, the greatest people in America, our American farmers. And through working with a collaborative of farmers across multiple states, we have created Full Cart Fresh. So imagine this. You're at a farm, the produce is picked and prepared and it's boxed in a full cart fresh box at the farm. And then through our shipping and logistics uh, program, we ship directly from the farm, directly to the front door of the most vulnerable families in America. We have got families and seniors and children around the country who are hungry. And as well as hungry are really managing and coping with serious illnesses and diseases. So come along. Help us. Help feeding children everywhere through our full cart program and the launch of our new Full Cart Fresh. Help those families in need.
0: Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flip Mole Squad.
1: The construction teams are classic in Philly. They,
0: they are in New York. They are. Connecticut, James Lewis. Never been to Connecticut, man. Connecticut, Jersey. You definitely Uptown. from New York. You definitely Hattie, from New York if you shout it out, Connecticut. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.
1: one day when we secure enough sponsorship i will do my top five dinner a lot until then i'm keeping my mouth shut but back on the last day radio network we're we're having we're having some fun on a on a friday it's all it's all jokes y'all don't don't get mad at me don't don't at me you guys have all been to to places the houses of ill repute at some point in your in your lives as well. So do 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 not judge me. Like I said, I'm I'm a I'm a child of the king, man. I, I live a different lifestyle now. But back when I was 25, 26, I used to do a whole bunch of stupid things. I was I was 26 and I was making a lot of money. And I may have thrown a lot of that money at at various young ladies that were that were trying to work their way through through graduate school and medical school. And that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Back to business on the Lanchester Radio Network. We've been recently expanding our consulting portfolio, and as we really settle in, like I like I say all the time, you know what we do with with Radio Network and Paragon Seven Studios. My business is healthcare consulting. I'm a I'm a healthcare consultant. I'm a healthcare executive. Been a P&L owner. High stakes, value-based care, risk adjustment stars. We like to talk about lighthearted topics. My my affiliation with hip hop is, is fantastic. We we did the ESPN thing for so many years. So we've talked a lot of sports. We've interviewed a lot of athletes and hip hop and that. I think that makes the show better. If I sat here and talked about a healthcare policy for an hour every day, most of you listening to W O L and DC would, would, would be turning that dial within the first ninety seconds. Same with my listeners in Nashville and W V O L. Same with the listeners on the podcast. But we try to combine all of these topics and and the key word, you know, the key word is authenticity. It's about being authentic. That's why I just did a segment uh, about my my nightlife in Atlanta, going to Magic City and pinups. Because that's real. That that really happened. It's authentic. That's not something I'm gonna discuss if I'm if I'm at a very large convention. But authenticity is is so key, and I want to talk about my experience as we, as we expand our brand. You know, I'm always trying to give positive nuggets and advice to people that I've mentored, people that are coming up through the business, people that want to have their own business, people that want to be successful. One of the things that I did when I was on the other side of the table, when I was an executive, when I was a vice president, I always did my own presentations. I want to talk about presentations today. My presentations, and ask anyone that that has worked with me, my presentations were always the best. I would go and I would buy these templates with my own money. I would go online and get these great templates. And i put together these dazzling presentations and these dazzling graphics. Because when you're talking to C-suite individuals and people that make decisions and, and board members... And trustees and investors, you really have about six minutes to impress them. And I was always willing to go the extra mile. I was willing to to do presentations. It's very funny. People that I work with, they hated my guts because of it. Because they were coming in with their trash presentation that they spent 10 minutes on. I was coming in with my presentation that I was up until 4 a.m. putting together. And my presentation absolutely obliterated crushed destroyed and dehumanized my peers and sometimes my bosses will pull me in and they say hey James you know we know that you're going the extra mile man we know that, that 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 you've really put a lot into your presentations and and that's part of your branding but you're not really being a team player because what you put together is so much better than your peers that it makes the rest of your team, look less informed. And I always say, thank you for the feedback. And I say, this is what I am willing to do as a team player. I'm willing to give my peers, my templates that I've built and they can create their own presentations with my templates. So there's continuity, but I will not lower myself. And if you want to fire me because I'm kicking the arse of the other vice presidents and directors and even people in the C-suite, I'd rather get fired for being too good and you're just like, hey, we can't deal with this guy, he crushes everyone. I'd rather be fired for that than for not performing. I wanted it more. And the funny thing is, my presentations, I would always get what I wanted from the CEO and the board because I was able to articulate the need. I was able to create my own dashboards and create this view This macro level view of what was going on with risk adjustment and STARS and all the different programs that I was a part of clinical operations claims. So much so at the Blue Cross Association level, they were interested in my templates and using them at the enterprise level. It's so important. We talk. We brand all the time. We, everyone, I was talking in the last segment about Ti and his brand on Instagram. That he's misinformation. Like he's he's the guy that was the former trap guy that's now the black activist. Like he became. He went from being Knight of the Living Bassheads, Public Enemy, the song to actually Chuck D himself fight the power. And that's his brand as a as a person that was trapped, but is now black a black activist. My brand in business was always that, hey, James is going to be extremely thorough. He's going to have the best presentations. He's going to be extremely articulate. There are no data points that you're going to stump him on. And the reason I do that is the first time I ever, when I became a vice president, the first time I went to the, to the room with the board of directors, I felt I was kind of set up a little bit by, by my C-suite. I wasn't prepared for the skewering that I got. And they told me to prepare for something. I prepared for it. I got in there with something completely different. I got my head handed to me for, for for 45 minutes. So much so that one of the members of the board, they said, well, James, do you even understand what the ask is? Which is code for, hey, you're black. You're probably a token hire. We probably pulled you out the projects. Can you read? And are you smart enough to do the job? And I think they were testing me to see if if I would go when keeping it real goes wrong on Dave Chappelle. And throw a tantrum and start flipping over chairs and be like West Side, West Side MFR. I took that, I went home, and I built my templates up. I built my presentations up. I learned all of the data inside and out. I came back the next month and mopped the floor with everyone in the room, including the CEO. You have to brand yourself in your career. And some people do presentations, some people are working in in more of a physical environment. Some people it's about the 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 V lookups and the mathematics that you put together. Some it's about your your rubrics if you're in education, if you are A civil servant, you work with people, it's about the way that you touch, do you leave an indelible mark on the people that you talk to? But you have to brand yourself. Just like you're branding yourself on Instagram, just like you're showing off your Jordans and your Red Bottoms and your Gucci loafers and all of that stuff, you gotta brand yourself. And the people that go the extra mile and spend more time paying attention to detail and branding themselves in a business sense the person that, that knows the numbers inside and out, the person that that reads whenever when the ACA came out, Barack Obama, uh, Obamacare, I read all 400 pages. And I knew when I was in meetings and people didn't know what they're talking about, like you haven't read the pages. I read all of the technical specifications that CMS puts out for Hedis and risk adjustment, all of that. I read that every year. I made everyone that worked for me read it. People were mad, they thought I was being unfair. But how can you be sitting in a meeting and be able to defend your strategy if you haven't read the directions, if you don't know what the hell is going on? So my advice is is to brand yourself, man. Don't let people that are too lazy to put in the work and do the great presentations, the people that come in with mediocrity, B minus work, don't let them be jealous of your A plus work because ultimately everything is competition. We're peers, we're working together, you want to be a team player. You don't want to be selfish. But at the end of the day, there's only going to be one opening for that next level promotion job. You want to get it. You don't want someone else to get it. Sometimes you got to stay up till three a.m. to set the wheels in motion to get to that next level. Paragon Seven Studios. You are listening to the Launch J Radio Network. At Industrious, we don't want anything to get between you and your great day. That's why our private offices and suites come with everything you need to safely connect with your teammates in person or over Zoom so you can make every day a great one. Go to IndustriousOffice.com. Enjoy a great day at Industrious on us when you book a tour
0: at IndustriousOffice.com. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmol squad.
1: You know what? I didn't tell you this, Slantz. I went to Hampton. What? What? <laughs> yeah, I went to Hampton, you. You went to Hampton? Yep. Man, you, we've been doing a show together for a whole year. You just pull it out that you went to Hampton? I never went to class. I was just uh, partying. So you so you enrolled at Hampton?
0: James Lewis. You didn't I actually, enrolled at Hampton. You didn't actually go to Hampton. Well, I had a couple of good friends. They all went to Hampton, but and I was just sleeping on their couch, so... i went to some of the classes you are listening to the lance j radio network as a former quality executive who has literally
1: retrieved and coded millions of charts i've worked with our new partners over at episource for many years and am proud to now serve as a brand ambassador and part of their product development team episource is a global industry leader in chart retrieval coding quality analytics and in-home assessments For information on Episource, go to www.episource.com and fill out one of their contact forms to request a demonstration.